Right, oh, should, should I, probably, I should probably do like a formal intro. I never did one do for the last intro. one. Do, yeah, do an intro. Do an no, intro. First time we're meeting each other, yeah. right? Nice to meet Pleasure. you, Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Is this the first one, this one? No, I, I had one with um, another sort of... Oh, you posted one of it? Have you already posted it? Yeah, with Cole. So, the, um, do you know him? The Cole. Cole Buxton, the... Oh, yeah, I've seen the dude the online designer. through you. Yeah, through me, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I feel like sometimes all I do is post about him, but it's because his photographer... Or like he's got like a part business partner called John. Yeah, you mentioned him, Johnny Wilson. Johnny Wilson, yeah, his photographer is ruthless. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. This is gonna be the second podcast where he gets a shout out now. <laughs> not that he'll ever listen to it. Shout out Johnny Wilson. <laughs> he won't listen to it, and he doesn't like. Really not? He, nah, probably not. Unless I say you get. Unless I specifically tell him you've got a shout out here. But he do, also doesn't like positive feedback, which is weird. Like you know, if because uh, the photographer is negative feedback, it's into negative. Oh, uh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> film what did you? Him, yeah. uh, he's digital, yeah. Is it? I think he does actually a surprise amount on his phone as well. But you know, I think he's got a Canon. Fair enough about him, anyway. Yeah, I know we're talking too much about him. Why was I? What was I saying then? That I had the first podcast with him. The first podcast with Cole. Yeah, um, oh, I feel like I had something, something to do with. with yeah, yeah. His business partner, he said. His business partner. I don't. Know. I really lost my train of thought there, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, this is actually the second one. So I'd like to think it's a bit more polished, but I very yeah. much doubt it will be. It's always a learning process. Though. Everything, yeah. everything's, every single one you'll do, you'll find you're upgrading in some sense. Like you're doing something yeah. a bit different every time to better to better the podcast every time. Definitely. It's I'm always hoping. a learning process. It's never going to be 100% straight away, is it? No. And one thing I learned from the first one is that I immediately became really... Um, I'm really fussy with audio like I, whenever I listen to a podcast I'm like really enjoyed it I've never yeah. once thought about the audio quality as soon as I record my own I became like ridiculously yeah, it's gotta be it's, it's paramount to the video to just as much to the to the visual mm. um, although you're not doing visual uh, no. really but the visual the brand and the brand he, identity like I don't want shitty audio nah, nothing, got nothing's gotta be shitty yeah, everything's yeah. got quality I had a podcast on yesterday um, regard just on terms of optimism and the guy who was running the podcast was sound. His sound quality was meant. Mm. But the guy who he had on, this author, it was fucking terrible. It's tinny and echoey. And it's mm. like you're hearing two voices at the same yeah, that's time. What I mean. It's fucked. I couldn't, so I couldn't turn, turn it off after five minutes. Well, that's it. So the, co- the content might be amazing. Yeah, but if, quality like, you can't, yeah, if you don't, if you don't, can't be bothered listening to it, then yeah. it's just like lost. Especially when you're a person, of de- when you're all about details. Yeah. Every little thing can piss you off. Yeah, 100%. I'm an absolute It just rattles in your background, like, I cannot listen to this shit. No. Sort it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, I became a ridiculous perfectionist, and, like, I was, I tried to learn to edit it myself, and then I was like, I just can't, I can't get that quality sound, so I sent it to someone else. Yeah. And they sent it back, and there were these tiny little artifacts, because we did it over Skype. Yeah. Kind of, like, little, just, like, little pitching things you could occasionally hear, and that was driving me mad, but if you listen to it, you'd probably never even notice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, and I remember what I was going to say before. Go ahead. You were saying you like that this is kind of like a hidden and difficult to find. What, like, yeah, out of interest, why is that? Um, we don't like branding as such as things in your face, mm. shouting about what they are, who they are, where they are. Mm-hmm. We like the subtleness of it. Yeah. You don't know what it is from the outside. You don't know where we are. You can't find us. You can see us slightly through the windows and what we're up to when we're cutting hair and people are interested and staring in but they don't know how the fuck to even get in the building in the first place yeah and we're a little bit off the level yeah just <laughs> you find out. we're a little bit off level as well yeah so we're not ground level we're just a little bit up right um 
it's a bit of a studio feel. Yeah. Um, it's like a little bit up yeah, and just out the way. Bit, like raised, yeah. Um, and we haven't got a shot front as well. We're not screaming to get people in. We don't want passing trade. I know, I was thinking then, I was like looking for you. そうなんですね。ね、なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな。なんだろうな
no, then no. I'll keep going. <laughs> but like, if like I'm just like about to fold or liquidate, I might have to change the strategy. Yeah, but it's just much more enjoyable. The strategies can be changed. That's a that's a beauty with it about it. Yeah. Well, I think they just naturally evolve as you get more like, knowledge and stuff. Yeah, you're right, man. Because um, going into my business, I didn't have much business like knowledge. So what did you do? Go to uni for accountancy. No, I did history at uni. History at uni. So how did you get into accounting? Uh, my one of my best mates was did a summer like internship or whatever at Deloitte. Just yeah. like this big audit firm. And then I just didn't have anything coming out of uni. I was like, not really sure what to do. Yeah. Um, and I got an interview with them and then they told me to start on salary. And I was like, that's okay for someone my age. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. And then. So you chartered? Yeah, chartered yeah. accountant. Yeah. That's fucking sick. It's yeah. sick that you don't need uni. That's sick that you actually don't need uni for accountancy then. Because no, what I've always thought and said is anything creative, if you can fuck uni. You don't need uni, really. Mm-hmm. But anything paper based, like. Like accountancy, I, mm. I thought soliciting and doctorates, architecture. You're gonna to need to go to uni for. Yeah, well, I, obviously not in your case. I don't know about law or like. Um, I think to be a doctor, you probably have to. Well, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, so you need to go for that. Yeah, you and have I thought to. Accountancy yeah. would have. No, I mean having a. I think it was like a minimum two one did get me in at a certain level, but you could go straight from school and do like an extra year. And in hindsight, even though I learned, I got like the life. Um, life education or whatever cheesy yeah. phrase you want to use like I kind of wish I'd gone straight into it because I would have been on more money and learning more about business straight away because that's what I'm actually interested in yeah yeah um, yeah and it was interesting because like audit gets like a really bad rap but actually I really enjoyed what that was is like you go from business to business and check their accounts but in while you're doing that you're learning all about the different types of businesses in various industries yeah, true, yeah. Um, which is kind of what I do now it's like come back around so um yeah, what about you? What was your path like? My, oh, it's been a long one, you know. It's yeah. been absolutely mad. Um, but since 2012, I was homeless in 2012. <laughs> Registered homeless and living in a hostel. And Is I was just home? up to shit that I shouldn't be up to, what nobody okay. should really be doing. I was just doing dumb shit just to get by and put food in front of me. Um, not necessarily the nicest of things. Okay. Um, but I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. To just see me through. And I, I always knew none of that was ever going to be fully sustainable and I never wanted to do that full time. I never wanted to be a bad man for life. Yeah. I just had to do that shit then. Yeah. Um, so from then, from there, I got onto a scheme where this company takes on people who are, come from homelessness and uh, out of prison. Right. They took me on, then they took me on full time. They gave me a permanent job. And once I got that job, that got me back into my own home and just... On track of normal yeah. life again. So that scheme really worked for you? Yeah, yeah. So that just got me back into normal society. Yeah. And then from there, it was just trying so many different things with what I taught myself when I was homeless. Because when I was doing the wrong stuff as well, I was also, I've always dressed different to my mates. Mm-hmm. Always have. And um, so I found that I always had an interest in fashion slightly. Yeah. So I was buying clothes and reselling clothes from charity shops online. <laughs> Just to make more money, legitimately. Sarah likes doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good earner. Mm. It's a sick earner mm. for hardly any work. You get, yeah. There's no work involved, really. Mm. But then I realised uh, my grandma was getting rid of her sewing machine, mm. and um, I realised if you customise the clothing, it makes it a one-off, and then you can charge yeah. double for it. Right. So I just started ripping shit up and sewing. That's business-minded sh- already, isn't it? That's what I mean. But I didn't know that then. Yeah, yeah. And so I just started ripping shit up, and I was literally the shittiest person with a sewing machine you could probably imagine but I was just sewing a fucking 
dash sleeve onto a mad t-shirt and just selling it as a one-off because I could sell it for double then. But do you know what that reminds me of? Talking to Cole in the previous podcast, he yeah, mentioned yeah. a guy called Massimo Osti, yeah. who is the the founder of Stone Island. Yeah. And said when he was like piecing together clothes, he wasn't, he was no good with, um, you know, he wasn't a skilled tailor or anything like that. He would literally, I mean, you were having to do it yourself, but he would literally like photocopy like a pocket from one jacket yeah. and then say, I want it here on this yeah. and like make it for me type of thing. And he yeah. was, do you know what I mean? And it's just like yeah. that sort of same sort of approach. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, that's sick. That's sick photocopying. It's yeah. a sick idea. Yeah. But yeah, it, and it, it all just progressed. I started like customizing trainers. Uh, I just moved on to so many different avenues um, of making just extra money on the side of doing whatever I was doing in mm-hmm. work. Because mm-hmm. every time I was in work, I knew that couldn't be forever, a forever thing working for someone else. I mm-hmm. hated being told that I had to be somewhere at a certain time and I couldn't go somewhere oh, no. until they told me I could leave. I had uh, that uh, control element. I'm not in control of my own life. Yeah, that's exactly it. I feel exactly the same. Uh, and I had it for too long. It it's, it's grim. It's not yeah. nice. Um, so from then on, I've just always done creative shit. So I got into fashion styling and that's when I fell in love with hair because right. I was getting makeup, hair and makeup artists to come on set and they couldn't produce the hair that I wanted them to for the shoot. Uh, so right, I said, okay. this is just, I'm going to have to do this shit myself. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So I just started styling the hair myself. Right. With just any with product. No knowledge or anything. No, no knowledge whatsoever. No, I wasn't cutting it. I was just styling it using right, products right, right. and uh, materials. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I realised I can actually make more money because I needed money straight away. I needed money now kind of yeah. thing. I wanted to get out of the job I was in. Mm-hmm. And fashion style, there's no money in fashion unless you're at the top. Right. It's just a, too much of a cutthroat of an industry. You mm-hmm. have to be at the top to mm-hmm. be making decent or, amount, a livable amount of money. Yeah, or like patient and appreciate that yeah and all that and like maybe have a second day yeah if you've got your own brand and you've got a good market and you can sell it mm. you can make money mm. but as a fashion stylist just as a stylist oh as a stylist sorry yeah right, okay. it's not really there's not much income from it no one wants to pay no. you for to put clothes on someone mm. it doesn't seem that hard do they feel like they can just do it themselves yeah yeah, yeah they do it's one of those, um, so. so no one wants to pay so I realise I can get more I can earn more money from cutting hair straight away yeah so I found an apprenticeship mm-hmm. and Within a week, I found an apprenticeship, had an interview, got the told I got the apprenticeship straight away, and I was doing it within seven days. That's fast. It was a it was a fast turnaround. That is very fast. So, and I mate, I completely fell in love with her, man. Yeah. And I realised the um, how much you need hair for editorials. Yeah. Not just the fashion. Yeah. All the model, all the photographer, hair is such an important element of the mm-hmm. image. Um. And I could make money from doing it in shop mm-hmm. and then I can go and do shoots afterwards yeah. and have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, so got, got an apprenticeship. I was in a shop. Soon realized that the shop, I was just there. I was just another number. I was just another apprentice. I was there to make brews, sweeper, and I was going to get fucked off after a year. I, I found that out through the staff there who told me about the system and what I was being put through. Right. Was just another number, literally just a grand yeah. and a half. He got a grand and a half grant off the government every time he got an apprentice in. Oh, right, okay. He'd have free apprentice on it at the time yeah. and get rid every year. What was like, was the quality of education? Any, like, in it didn't te- they didn't teach me shit. Yeah. They didn't actually teach me shit. I had to take it off my own back to sit the manager down at the salon and say, this is my education. Mm. I've got 12 months to learn as much as I can yeah. and then I'm out on my own and I've not been taught anything. Mm. So I'm going to take it upon myself to bring my own models in in my own time and I'm going to cut hair myself. So I was on YouTube every night. I, I taught myself from YouTube. 
Oh, I stop and start the videos, write down each step on paper, take that paper to work, know that I'm getting that kind of model in the next day. Yeah. And then I just look at that paper. Every, like, so even though you were step. in like a, a barber yeah, yeah. shop, yeah. supposed to be getting an education, you're actually just teaching yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taught myself I taught myself the basics and the foundation of men's hair within four months and after four months that's when I went full time taking clients on and doing 40 minute appointments at £25 a cut within four months and then the two months after going full time I went self-employed because um, I already had a decent clientele then straight mm. away um, it's just been fast so that was six months and then three months after that me and Tommy opened the shop so how long have you been a barber for? About two years. Jeez. And you taught yourself? Taught myself, yeah, yeah. And so would you, out of interest, obviously it's not the most traditional or maybe even ideal route, but like, are you happy you taught yourself? Like looking back or do 100%, you? 100%, yeah. You I don't think, the, I think if they, the people that was in there at the time, they're really nice people and they're good at what they do. But for what I wanted to learn, they couldn't provide it. Mm-hmm. So I was, every time I was doing a haircut, I had Instagram up at the side. And if that haircut didn't look like that picture, I'm not finishing. Mm. The first haircut took me nearly three hours. That's what I say, Helen. Because I was just trying to finesse it. Mm. everything. Like, why is my haircut not like same. that fucking picture? So he ain't leaving until it looks like that picture. Yeah. He was fucking fuming. <laughs> but I ain't <laughs> leaving. Then, just being that perfectionist. Yeah. I need, I, need to let, I need to be comfortable with him walking out of the shop. Because he's my advertisement. Yeah. He is. He's your, like, um, went to a chat on Thursday with Steve Bartlett and he was talking yeah. about micro-influencing. Yeah. And somebody asked, I thought, a really good question about are your employees effectively micro-influencers for your brand? But in a way, whoever leaves your shop is a micro-influencer. Yeah, you're right. Especially yeah, because everyone's going to go and take a picture, pop yeah. on Instagram if they feel good about themselves. Yeah, you're right. So they 100%. represent you as soon as they pull out. It's free marketing. Mm. It's free marketing. No, it is. Yeah. yeah, It's smart marketing as well. Yeah. It's the best form of It's honest as well. And that's, mm. again, how we built the whole brand is through word of mouth. Well, how else could you? <laughs> exactly, exactly that, yeah. man. That's the whole, the whole way we've done it. It took us longer to get busier. But it would, but wouldn't we it? Yeah. it was more solid that's it. way yeah. of doing it. I feel like that type of um, building a business is way more sustainable long-term. And yeah. it's, you know, it's not a flash. There's way pan. more loyalty involved. Yeah. You've got that mate. He goes and tell his mates. Then all the mates come in. There's so many lads that come here who've just got groups of mates that come here. Do you know what that builds into? So I feel like that builds into like human psychology because I've just been reading a book about this Japanese concept, Ikigai. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, it basically says one of the main things that makes humans happy is to feel part of a community. Really? And that's like really important to us. Like I'm just feel like a like base level, feel part of something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it. that's why things like CrossFit are so super like successful is because they've built People up that community into it, they've been together mm. no, they're not alone then are they yeah. no exactly so you're actually building yeah. a community here yeah, yeah that's it? it and like they feel like especially as you don't advertise and not everyone is going to be walking around with like a haircut from here yeah you yeah, feel like right, part man. of something's like unique it's a sick idea man yeah. what are you doing it anyway <laughs> yeah I'm just yeah. trying to think of ways that can, you can, you can make, make it more take it further community. I think that I think it works with the memberships I think that creates our community the memberships do you know what strikes me as really clever about that though is that it is the community vibe but then also just in terms of business it's like cash flow exactly yeah it's good you've got them you can't yeah. go anywhere yeah and it's not refundable yeah pay it go somewhere else is that how it works money. so yeah. you pay it all up in advance yeah yeah it's a trust thing yeah it's a loyalty thing mm. 
we're loyal to you. We'll be here whenever you fucking need us, man. Okay, so how about this? So I'm interested for myself now. So with my <laughs> clients, I don't do that. I say it's monthly retort, monthly rolling like retainer fee. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're not happy at any point, you can leave. You can stop, yeah. Um, now, obviously, if somebody leaves, like I've had one or two leave for various reasons, like yeah. can't afford it anymore, or, you know, just yeah, yeah. things that happen, it is business. Yeah. Um, but I've not had anything too damaging in terms of income, but like say one of my, a couple of my biggest clients left, yeah. obviously that would leave me in a bad place yeah. financially, but then I feel like it puts their mind at ease to think that they don't feel trapped. Yeah. Like what do you, like, so say if you were going to be a client of mine, what would I prefer? Yeah. The monthly. Yeah. The monthly. Just because it's more, yours is way more formal than it ours. It is different. It is different. It's way more formal than ours. Yours is very businessy. It's a business. We're pretty business. much mates with our clients. Yeah. Well, actually, I try to be mates with my yeah, clients. Yeah, of course. We are. We t- We physically touch them with our hands. Yeah. For 40 minutes. It's obviously a much it's way more formal. intimate yeah it's yeah. way more intimate and casual there's music on there's swearing there's loads of little elements that just make it so personal mm-hmm. and they let you touch them for 40 minutes which yeah. is if someone on the street come up to you and said oh nice air mate mm. that's what are you gonna think yeah, yeah, like get the, the fuck off yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. you do man mm. but you come into here a complete stranger and I can touch your head for 40 minutes mate and then I'll pay you and then you'll give me <laughs> so yeah. it's so intimate and yeah. It's where you build that relationship and that community. Mm. Uh, but it's not, I, I like that you said that because that makes me realize that we're already doing that without knowing. Yeah. You intuitively are doing that. Just doing it without, without it's, it's not like subconsciously. Yeah. It's not um, building the community. That's deliberate. it. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that though because like I do have a very formal business. I'm in a very formal sort of kind of dry industry to be honest, but I am trying to bring. I do see elements of things like what you do and try and bring it in as much as possible. I try and make it a really personal experience. For example, all my clients, I basically WhatsApp them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you know what you could do? Just do events, man. Just do events with your clients. Just do. Just do networking events. In what way? Like get the creatives together. Get everyone you work with together in a room. Mm. Hire a room, get some drinks in, get some tunes on and just just get everyone chatting shit to each we did we did um, private networking events in here mm. and it absolutely took off the music weren't too loud so everyone could talk, talk. we got sponsored by a drinks company and they were just throwing drink get everyone pissed and everyone mm. you could just see numbers exchanging business cards mm. going everywhere and you could just sit back and just say I'm just fucking I'm just connecting dots here you're just putting people together yeah that's a good point actually you're building that community then yeah Maybe at some point I'll have to look into that. The only thing that pulls that back slightly is I do have like clients dotted around the UK. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously. You have, to, you have to rent somewhere in the middle then. Yeah. Rent somewhere in the middle, maybe save Stoke. up an extra amount <laughs> yeah. and say I can cover half, 50% of your cost. It might take you, well, I don't or know. Or just do two events. Like the main, main places events, are yeah. like on the Man and then London. Do two events then. Yeah. Tell whoever they are to bring all their employees and all their employees to bring a plus one. Yeah. Because then it, one, it feel, one, it fills a room, two, it's exposing you to other people. Mm. It's not a bad shot. Do it, man. So simple, mate. You just need yeah. a fucking empty room. Yeah. It's just getting people together, forming relationships. Give them a fucking year's notice, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them a year's notice. That year will come, back, come by Might before you know it. Might be able to afford it in a year as well. <laughs> <laughs> that year will come around soon before you know it, and then when it does, it's a fucking sick thing. Yeah. All right. Maybe I will. Just do it, lad. All right, you're coming. <laughs> alright cool um, I'm the one with the mouth just chatting shit to everyone yeah you'll be the one get, you'll be the one doing all the networking yeah I'll just let you do it yeah just chat shit all day man so, 
So other than like the barbering, mm. I know you're sort of like getting back into like photography and do you have like other things on the horizon personally? I saw you post the other day on Instagram about you feel like the shop is at a point now where it's ticking along quite nicely. Yeah. Um, and you can sort of step back from it and look yeah. at other things that you're personally passionate yeah. about. So photography, I'm getting, I am doing that again. I mm. use my granddad's um, Olympus ME Super that he gave me three years ago. Um, it's not the best camera, mm-hmm. but it just holds that sentimental value to me. Yeah. Um, and I like using it just for that reason. Um, is that film? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, f- fashion is what I need to get back into, man. Yeah. It's where it all, it's where, it's where it all started, man. Yeah. Um, and it feels... Now I've... It, this whole shop journey has been a process of self-identification of me trying to find who I am as a person that I've dressed since opening the shop I could show you an array of images of probably at least seven different styles of the way I've dressed yeah over the year and a half yeah um and nothing feels more comfortable than me going back to my chavy self I'm a deep chav at heart I always have been I always will be right okay I'm just better dressed now yeah um and it feels right it just feels right yeah so doing that now mate I'd be walking I was, I was doing I'd be getting like three piece suits and getting measured up and, yeah I did see that I saw the suits on you yeah and they're sick they are cool and I've mm. still got them and I'll put, still pull them out at some point yeah but I was walking to work and I'm still listening to grime in my headphones yeah the balance is just I kind of like that juxtaposition though the, yeah the juxtaposition of it is cool it didn't feel right I felt yeah, like I was it just trying didn't feel natural, I felt yeah. like I was trying Right, you were just being yourself, yeah. I'm trying to walk upright and proper and take a stride on myself. It mm. didn't feel natural. So what pushed you, what was pushing you towards the suits when you were doing that? In, I think it was Instagram to refer to seeing yeah. sick guys wearing sick suits. Yeah. Like, I want a bit of that. Try it out. Yeah. It works for about a month and then I thought, oh, this is fucking stupid. There's nothing wrong with trying stuff out there and realising no, it's that's not exactly you, is it? it? No, yeah. 100%. That's, that's what I'm okay with. Yeah. I'm okay with trying something new. Yeah. All the time. Uh, there's a client what comes in and he always says I don't know how many characters he always says how many fucking characters have you got because mm. every time he comes in I'm wearing something completely different mm. not like everything's different yeah down to the socks and the undies I'll wear different if I'm dressing a different style wearing a different style do you know what I mean yeah, yeah no, so, I do so I can get the full mean. feeling of wearing yeah. that style yeah <clears throat> um, so I need to go back to fashion take it back strip it back to how to my, to my roots so do you feel like you've found your like identity 100% yet? I, I do yeah. it's just I don't want to say high end but it's it's, it's a, a classy chav it's, it's yeah. I'm not I've out, not heard that term before I'm and I like out, it <laughs> I'm not out robbing cars and fucking chilling on the street with a can of Stella yeah but I'm dressing in trackies and yeah so is it like sportswear influence like if we're trying to like I'm not influenced by sportswear I don't like sport you're not no no sport whatsoever if anything, Thai boxing, just because I did it for two and a half years. Yeah, right, cool. But I don't follow any sport. No, what you Forty is probably one of the worst I could oh, even mate. begin to follow, mate. I'm a massive football. It's just 22 semi-naked dudes kicking a bag of air around the pitch, mate. It's got, I've, got, I've got no interest in it whatsoever. If you boil it down to that. <laughs> but. It does nothing for me whatsoever. Yeah, but for me, yeah. I, enjoy, really- I appreciate the passion of it and people that are so fucking... I, I appreciate... People sit and scream and shout at a TV. I just wish you'd tune that passion into something of their own, in their own avenue, in their own lane, because then they might actually do something. So my view on football, yeah, I, I can get it. I think when 
you haven't been brought up with it from the age of two. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult. Like, I don't think I could just pick up a passion for football. Yeah. Like, in your 20s. No. It just, it just won't happen. It's just not that. It's just, if you raise with it, yeah. it's just a I way can, of yeah. life. I can imagine. And that's probably down to because I never grew up with a dad. Yeah. So right. it, that could be the, the, that could be the main underlying issue. Mm. But I actually couldn't give it, I really couldn't give a shit about football. Yeah. And it's, and it helps with, with the shot because our clientele, the, the, I'd say 80% of them probably are into football as well. Right. So it helps. Yeah. So it's not, we've not just got a bunch of laddie lads, because we're not a laddie lads barbershop. No. We're more into fashion, architecture, design, yeah. interior, style. Yeah. Rather than footy, beers, birds, fucking weekend. But yeah, just, that's not I know exactly much. what you're saying, yeah. So... As much as I love football, I'm not. Yeah. I'm definitely not that type of lad either. I never have been. So, I've never just, even been on a lad's holiday. I mean, no, I no. haven't had a, where have I? No, I've never been on one, man. No. I'd much rather go for a spa weekend. Yeah, with, uh, feet up. Whatever. You have to. That's the unwind, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you just had one, didn't you? Just yeah, one, the unwind, yeah. It's all right, you know. It's Yeah, it was all, it was all right. Were you itching to get back? The uh, when, you, when you were chilling? Because... The spa? Yeah. It was around the corner. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah but okay, fair enough. So the, the hotel was nice. The room was nice. The spa was sick. It's just the service is a bit shit. Right, okay. They, let, they didn't let us in the room until two hours late, and then they give us the wrong room twice. And yeah, it just takes the. I booked uh, a specific one for a specific reason. Mm. It's whatever, that when yeah. shit happens. So you need to get back into fashion. Fashion, basically. yeah, it's. I'm going to do it. I, 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 I'm going to do it just because. Now feels right, I think. Yeah. I've, I've had a brand before, built it up and sold it. And then I've tried doing one again. And I think I was it didn't work because I think I was trying to do the wrong things. Right. It wasn't me at the time. Yeah, you were trying to be something else. Yeah. And now I've... It's, 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 yeah, now I've realised my identity. And is it from a design perspective? So you would design the clothes? I would... Have the design idea. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking to get an industrial sewing machine again. But I quite like the fact of having a seamstress in I think instead of myself. You should. Just because it's too much hands-on work for me. I think you should, because if I've learned anything from the likes of Cole um, and other people I work with in that industry, you don't have to do everything yourself. Yeah, you can outsource it. Yeah, and there's, there's, I think that's arguably the way to go. I mean, how are you going to pick up if you go and pay for like a seamstress or whatever, yeah. 20 years of experience, yeah. how are you supposed to catch up to that? Yeah, you're not. And they've got they've got the links already there. They've yeah. got the suppliers already there waiting yeah. to go. And all it is is just factor it into the price. Whatever they charge you, you can factor probably most of it into the price. So the consumers are yeah. paying for it anyway. So as, long as, you, as long as your branding's on point and you can charge up for it. Yeah. Yeah, some of the margins in fashion are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's something like that is brand, the power of brand, isn't it? Yeah. And then yeah, what yeah. is brand? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a deep one. Well, another book I was reading, I like, I read quite a lot of books. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I never really had an education in business. Like yeah. I did like history and geography and pointless, well not pointless stuff, but. You need I to was, catch up your own shit though, yeah. 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 And this book I'm reading at the moment called The Brand Gap. Mm. Seems really good. It's only short. I've heard of that, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Only short. Oh, only... wait, no, I think I've only seen... I think you posted it. That's like yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Micro-influencer. There yeah, you go. Is what it is. <laughs> um, but it says that what a brand is not... It's not a logo. It's not what you say it is. It's what everyone else says it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, actually. Yeah. It's what it's perceived to be from the outside. Yeah. Not what you say it is. Yeah. 
So it's just, and then what but you can to do get, to, but obviously but you have to do stuff to, to manipulate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sick. Yeah. What about you? What's the next thing for you? Next thing? Well, I don't know. Well, I'm still very focused on like, obviously this business. And yeah, like, yeah. My business has been going for about 18 months. Yeah. Um, and it was like really slow for like, I wrote an article about it a couple of months ago. Um, it was going really slow for like seven months. I was just like reaching out to people all the time. So yeah. quite an interesting thing here is like the reason why we're having this chat is I reached out to you obviously yeah. um, via the DM, which is surprisingly successful. Yeah, of course. Man. Um, in fact, why did you apply? Because I could see... I do a lot of outreach in India. Okay, so you can appreciate it. So I know what you was doing. Yeah. You just, you, you're reaching out for work, man. It's not yeah. a bad thing to do. Because I used to think and that... And I always reply to everyone. I reply yeah. to everyone who messages right, So that's just you just having a good sort of ethos. Yeah. But I think people, or well, I used to think that if you get like a cold outreach in a DM or an email, well, you just, everyone's received them, haven't they? Where it's just, it's clearly like being automated by a computer and yeah. it's not personal whatsoever. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just started... And, there is uh, an element of personalization in idiom in there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, and it shows, it already indicates what kind of business you might be as well. I feel like an accountant reaching out via DM is like already like, that's a bit weird. One, it, it shows that you're young, I think. Yeah. It shows that you're young. Yeah, you know what you're doing in a young market because you're running um, Instagram accounts. Yeah. And it shows that you're kind of a creative as well. Yeah. Well, but, go on, sorry. No, well, I was going to say that's, um, that's always something I kind of liked about my business is that... I feel like I'm almost on the same journey as a lot of my clients. Yeah. We're, we're usually like both young entrepreneurs. Yeah. Entrepreneurs, I would say that. Yeah. I hate that word, to be honest. But, um, Kentucky, yeah. It kind of is what it is. But, but it's um, a real word. Yeah. So it feels nice that we're almost on like a journey together a lot of the time, um, which is cool. Like building businesses. Mm. Like I'm building mine. You're building yeah, yours. And we sort of grow together. And that's how I've kind of always pitched it. Anyway, so yeah, the first time months was like that. And then it's really sort of picked up ever since then. Like it was a bit of a snowball effect. And then now I'm like at the point where like you can ask Sarah, like I'm stressed most of the time. <laughs> like yeah, I've got too much on. Yeah. Um, so next week I'm like sitting down with a couple of people and I'm hoping to like get employees and yeah, yeah. and it's just like that that next step of like what like what step do I actually take? Do I pick up somebody who might be like a long term partner? Or do I just employ somebody much lower who isn't also like a chartered accountant but can do like all like the basic bookkeeping? Because that's quite time-consuming. The bookkeeping. Mm. That when it's like there's no. Do you get them to it? Zero. Do you zero? Yeah. So you get them to keep not get client. Them to, yeah. Well, I say to a lot of my clients, I'll take it off your hands because a lot of them like to just. A lot of them free in it. Yeah, a lot of them just like to go. Okay, so I know it's in your hands. Completely fuck it off. And then exactly, and then when it's in my company's hands, when it comes to doing things like business review and all that, I'm really close to the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So then I can, you know, it's not like I don't dip in. And also, I feel like there'd be an element of like checking what they've done as well, which would yeah. take my time up. So I might as well just do them. So um, it depends on the business. If there's like 3,000 transactions per month, then I might not do that. Yeah. Not at this stage. But anyway, that's, yeah, that's where I'm at is, is just trying to figure out that next step. Because ultimately, like I am a very, I do feel like a very creative person Yeah. yeah. Uh, in a non-creative industry trying to make it as different as possible. But I do like the idea of building this business up and then dipping my toe in other things. Yeah. Um, I used to always think that you had to be like entirely in one thing for it to work. Yeah. So I always thought I can't possibly entertain the idea of like a different business whilst I'm making one this thing. one thing work. I don't know if that's necessarily true. 
Because... No, people do multiple things everywhere. Yeah, and it's like active rest. It's like when you're not doing one, you're resting from the other. Yeah, you you just have to feel right, man. I think forcing it is what I've done a few times and it just never pans out. Mm. When it feels right, or an idea or concept feels right, the timing Mm. feels right, your knowledge is right, your timing, yeah, as long as everything feels right, Mm. just do it, man. I feel like... You're only going to go back to where you were before. You've got fuck all to lose, mate. Yeah. I feel like it would probably just be like an extension of what I'm doing anyway because the thing that I'm really interested in at the moment and a lot of what we talked about is like brand and like building. So it's still to do with building a business but I love the idea of like having an input on like branding. Yeah, brand consultancy. Yeah. It's sort of like an extension of like... So it's moving a little bit away from the numbers and more around, yeah, like... Developing the brand, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I've like really enjoyed experimenting with my own. Yeah. Um, and then I love seeing obviously what all my clients are doing yeah uh, and like chatting to you like everything you're doing it's like so interesting to me yeah. I love the idea yeah, of like moving into that so it's not like a completely it's not like I want to go and be a photographer no even course. though I like photography yeah yeah of course but that would feed into it um, so I think that's where I'm just at just gotta do it mate yeah that's, that's the thing it's just just do it man yeah and that's my my whole thing I, I like to simplify a lot of things I simplify it there's there's a lot of people have helped out start a business because they thought it was almost fucking impossible to start a business mm. and I've helped my mate start a business with £74 and where it's at now it's blossoming nicely and he, he started with 74 and it's because he, he, overth- he just overthinks it I think everyone does just overthink register it on company's house start a fucking Instagram buy your stock market it yeah what the fuck are you waiting for man? yeah I mean, it depends on the business, obviously. But yeah, yeah, of course, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that can, that's, that's so quite that, that basic thing can be varied to quite a lot of business. The, the hairdressing, buy a chair, get a premises, get your tools, learn the skill, get clients through the door. You clients it is come fundamentally clients very come basic. Once, once yeah. you're marketing. And that's how I'm not saying it's that easy as that. No, it's simple, but, but the not elements. E- yeah, I'd say it's it's definitely simple, but not easy. Yeah, there's sub elements to. To finalise in each one of them steps. Yeah. But they're the steps to get the full thing going. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... It's breaking it down individually and doing the micro steps in between to get the full step finished mm. that can develop into the business within a short amount of time. It doesn't have to take too long. No. No, I agree. I think from the outside, things can seem way more complicated or... yeah. yeah. Just because it's now. just because one because it's poor, poor education, mm. education system's fucked, mm. and the other one can be if your parents have necessarily never done anything for themselves before and they've always been employed, they've got no guidance to give you. That's uh, kind of in my I had that in my situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. Yeah. There's then there's the media and the current society where they, there's just nobody wants you to do well. You're not meant to do well. You've got to forcefully go and no one gives you anything. No. You've got to go and forcefully do, actively do shit yourself to go and make it work. Yeah. So you're forcing yourself into success, really. Yeah. yeah. No one's giving it you. It's never handed out to you, really, unless you're born into it. So you have to just break through, man, because you're not meant to make it. And when you do start doing well, there's people there waiting to take percentages off you because yeah. they don't want you to do well. It's, it's, it's a piss take, mate, but that's a, that's a step. Why do you think people don't want you to do well? It's just, you're not meant to, are you? Like, there's a 1% that just don't want, they just want it for themselves, man. Yeah. They don't want you to be up there with them. It's just how it is. And that's why when you start making more, higher tax brackets come in. Mm. And then there's loopholes for certain things. And 
because the bigger people have actually invented them loopholes for them to use. It's that scarcity mindset yeah. of like, there's not enough to go around, yeah, but there yeah. always is. Yeah, I just don't think you're meant to, you, you're not, the way you programmed through the whole school system is you're not meant to be successful. Otherwise the teacher, they get successful successful people in to yeah. teach you. They don't, they give you some fucking goon which wants to do a teacher's degree for the first year because you get 30 grand for the first year. And then they'll fuck it off. They actually don't give you shit and they can't teach you shit. Yeah. They teach a system what's been the same for over 100 years. It's the same yeah. textbook, textbook coming from, system. Or coming well, just never works from the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, yeah. Which happened here. Yeah, yeah. no, I completely agree. Works, mate. Otherwise, there'd be way more... I know there's business studies now, but there'd be way Even more then, in-depth shit onto how to fucking be an entrepreneur. Or, I agree. I think some of it is probably just like the curriculum has to catch up. But yeah, they definitely train you up to be like a functional... They call straight it, robot, mate. Yeah, just like server function. Mm. Um, and that's how I felt like definitely when I went through like the school system. I was like, I did A-levels and then I was like, it felt like the only thing I could do next was it was uni. Yeah. And after uni, accountancy degree. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just felt like I had to just, yeah, this like predetermined thing that I had to do. Yeah, it's drilled into you, man. From day one, it's drilled into you. You've got to go to school, you've got to go to college, and you have to go to uni, or else you're never going to get a decent wage or a decent job, decent house or a decent life. <laughs> but it's not how it is, so you have to break the cycle, man. You seem like pretty passionate about, is that something like you're super passionate about, like sharing with others as well? Or like, you know, you said you helped set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like Do you know what it is? Well, what's real, what I re- one of the most things what I love about this this job where I get to talk to people for 40 minutes is when someone's coming in having a shit time, mm. they don't like work, but they've got an idea or they want to do something different. Mate, I've got 40 minutes to push them into that direction and I'll fucking drill them into it. I'm saying, you're going to do it. This is how you're going to do it. Do this. Here's the steps. What the fuck are you waiting so for? Much more and I'll, ju- I'll just say... Next time you're in, in three to four weeks, I want to know that you've made steps towards that. And you go out, oh, fuck, fuck, buzzed all that. I'm doing it. Ah! Yeah. And you just blow up and then you, you come back. And do you do it? It's like, no, I've not done it yet, mate. Uh, you're a fucking gimp, mate. <laughs> just get to work, man. Yeah. Get, I'm, I'm only going to drill you for another 40 minutes. Mate, that's I'm just going to roll shit. But it's sick. I do enjoy mate, It sounds like you're going down the consultancy route as well. We was going to. We was going to. But I can't mm. mate. It's too many things. I'm doing... I need yeah, to not you, do more. You can't just follow every single interest now. Yeah. I need to just not think about anything else. Yeah. I just need to stick to the avenues that I'm doing. If I do do the brand, I'll be at my absolute capacity. But yeah, I'm glad I know my capacity now, where before yeah. I was just overloading myself with too much shit, thinking I've got to be busy. Yeah. I have to be doing the most. It's a weird metric that we seem to um, measure like happiness or success by busyness. busyness How are you doing? Yeah. Oh, busy. Well, that's good. Busy, busy like, why is busy good? Yeah, it's not, man. It's, it, it is and it's not. If, you, if your business is busy and sweet, you don't it's necessarily obviously. have yeah. to be busy exactly, yeah. in person. Yeah. And um, one of my, my best mates is, is, is a good, very good example of that because he's, he just got, he's, he's going out in November, he's got his one way ticket out of this, just, he's got a one way ticket out, man, <laughs> and he's not coming back. He's got no desire to come back ever. Mm. He might have to at some point, but he's got yeah. no desire to, and he's a perfect example of doing absolutely nothing whilst his business is doing great and still growing because he does property. Right. So he's got a few under his belt whilst they are multiplying and he's got more room for investment while he's still travelling. He's doing nothing. 
but his business is absolutely fucking ruthless. Right. It's running itself because yeah. he's got people doing it for him. Mm. That's so where you want to be. His business it? is busy and he's completely at fucking zero. That's it. That's where I would I would love to be. I think that's how you build a good business is when it functions on its own. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Man. Outsourcing upwork.com. Yeah. I've used it. Yeah. It's fucking ruthless, right? But the thing with barbering is though, is like to a degree, unless you're unless you're employing people, it must be tough because it fe- does it feel like you're not earning unless you're got unless someone you're in chair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's ways to right? there's ways to earn money when you're not working though. Yeah. Products. Yeah. Just sell pro- if you sell products online, mm-hmm. you wake up to orders like every, every yeah. morning. There's orders in the bank. You just gotta go and post it. So yeah. it's, that's making money in your sleep. Yeah. Which is, yeah. And then there's 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 other ways that you can get no other barbers in if you want, yeah. which we're gonna do. Yeah. In the other shop and then it's just delegating the work out we're teaching yeah. people now to then hopefully replace us in a couple of years and they'll yeah. be working for us and running the shop for us exactly we've got plans for a second shop in a certain amount of time mm-hmm. which there's so many streams of income for her it's unbelievable we've like online coaching we're going to be doing online because um, we already teach people we teach and that's how you learn as well basically yeah, YouTube yeah. <laughs> exactly so we're going to be we teach people now already we've got a 10 week course which yeah. we're fully booked up until um, till March next year now sick um, but we're, gonna, we're then going to incorporate that into online we're going to start putting that content online so we don't have to be physically here doing it yeah and that's like that can just stay there as well Unless, I don't know well, I don't know how you're going to do it but I imagine you could just like put together like a, a nice video course mm. and then that can just be bought as many times that's exactly it right? yeah exactly it. it's just marketing then. evergreen yeah just yeah keep using it over and over so it was just oh but just earning the passive money that you don't have to passive, work for yeah yeah um, yeah but yeah well you certainly have to work hard to set it up but then you can reap yeah. the benefits for it yeah, yeah. As long as, I'm just putting things through a process of either automate delegate or get rid of it complete it mm. like so when work comes in I've just got to think can I automate that work mm-hmm. and if I can automate it I'll get it automated so I never have to do it again mm. If I can't automate it, I'll delegate the work. So I'll teach someone to how to do it. So I never have to do it again. I feel like I need to listen to this a little bit. And then after delegation, if I can't delegation, I'll do the work myself. But after mm. it's, and then once I've completed it, it's done. But after it's been through that funnel, mm. it shouldn't be that much of a job then. Mm. Because it's been through that process already. So then I'll just finalise it myself, complete it and get rid of it. So have you never felt precious about the work in terms of, you know, like micromanaging or like, so with delegating, I don't... I don't know how I'm just trying to think about myself yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so would you never feel like you wouldn't want to let go of certain bits because you because you're a perfectionist you are a perfectionist yeah yeah so yeah. does uh, part of you struggle with like delegation or she's got to be you've got I've just got to be certain that they're ready yeah and just keep an eye just yeah. keep an eye on them. and as long as if, if quality starts dipping somewhere you have to be in there, man. Yeah, you have yeah. to be in there before it really gets fucked up. So just get people just rectify with. something when it starts going off track. Yeah, as long as you can keep an eye on it, then yeah. you, you generally. It's just like delegate the work out. Say you delegate your emails out. Right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get someone on Upwork.com to sort mm. all my emails out for mm-hmm. incoming emails. You're gonna sort your outgoing emails out if you mm-hmm. want to outsource mm-hmm. that and reach people. But incoming emails from certain type of clients, you're gonna outsource that. Um, you get them to write up a certain template. Mm. But then you just check it before it's sent. Then before it's sent, do you do that? You use Upwork for you can, emails? Yeah, well, mm, not for this company, right? But yeah, oh, for like customer service, for like other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it can make sense for customer service. Yeah, definitely. yeah. So I've got I've got another thing on the side. What I'm doing with my mate at the minute is doing property, right? Um, 
so we do that for that. Yeah, yeah. we do Upwork for that. Um, so yeah, just have a template for them to go by, and just check it before it's sent. They, they'll just say, "Yeah, to go." This, yeah. yeah. Now all they have to do—they've done the work. I say, "Yeah, go ahead, send it." And then once I'm comfortable with them doing 10, 20, I've said yes to 10 or 20 of them. Yeah, you're happy with them just going I'll out. let them keep going. Mm. Makes sense. And then I might go back now and then just, just to check to, what yeah, they just like a quality check or something. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I like just, it. Yeah, automate, delegate, eliminate. Automate, delegate, eliminate. <laughs> I'm going to take the, if it's I'm taking thing. one thing away from. It's a yeah. real thing. Have a look. Yeah. It's all over online. I've right. learned that. I'm not. It's not yours. It's not mine. You can't no. claim to no, have that. I won't claim that. I'm not like that. <laughs> Where did I get it from? Fuck, I think it's a dude called Simon Sinek. Oh yeah, ever yeah. Find your why. I think it's uh, from, yeah. from a from a from a talk he did. I'm yeah. sure it was. I like Simon Sinek. Yeah, rude boy. Yeah. He exploded after he destroyed millennials, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He did wonders for me though. Have you read Find Your Why? No, mate. I've I've read a lot of books, man. Like yourself, I had yeah. a lot of knowledge to catch up on. Yeah, and that book is the last book I've read and not finished because I. The whole part, the whole reason for me going back to this Chavy State mm. is because of that book. Me finding my why yeah. and why I'm actually doing what I'm doing every day. Yeah. And once I've got that, I've got the realization in the middle of the night, my missus is asleep, and I was like, "Fuck!" I just went wide eyed. I was like, "That's this is it." I've just found out what my whole me, mm. my whole reason is, and I just shut the book. I didn't want to know it. I don't need to know anymore. I don't need to read anymore. It's done its job. I don't want to ruin it for myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go any deeper. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but what if there's another gem waiting for I know, I know, but I feel like it's done it. Yeah. I feel like it's done it enough. So, and that's the only book I've ever finished. Yeah. That's amazing. So if you had one book recommendation for me. Find your why, man. Yeah. Find your why. It's sick. Yeah. It's fucking... Re- it's... I read the book going and it tells you... are lighting all, up all talking it, about all, it. All, all it does <laughs> is it makes you ask why, man. Yeah. And it's like... It's such a simple question, but it's so hard to answer. Yeah, it's hard to answer. Because my main answer for why do you get up in the morning? Why do you go to work? Why do you do what you do? My main, my only answer I thought was fucking money, mate. Mm. I do shit for money. I go to work for money. I need to live. And then it says, yeah, but why do you want money? And I thought, fuck, why not? Because I want freedom. I want like, nice yeah, things. Yeah, it goes deeper, yeah, but yeah. Why, why do you like freedom? What are you trying to escape from? that? Like, fuck, I don't know, man. Does it make you go like seven levels yeah, deep? Yeah, go deep, yeah. but you ask yourself and it's it's... Alright, so I'll read it. Find your and I'll mind, let you know. Man. If I had it on me, you could fucking have it, man. But <laughs> I'm gonna read the end I and can't, make I, up I, some I quite like it that it's on the shelf unread. Still, yeah. it's still got the um, the post-it note. No, I wouldn't take it off yet. It's almost like a symbol now. <laughs> Get isn't it, it, mate. Get find your why by Simon Sinek. Alright, okay. I will. Sick, sick, man. Is there anything else you want to? Uh, no, I'm starving, mate. I need to oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty hungry as well. <laughs> I've no idea what time it is. Sick, pleasure, mate. Fifty minutes, yeah. Awesome, fifty minutes. Ruthless. That's quality. Where are we going? I never know which way to go. So good. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Your hands are cold. They are, aren't they? That was actually really good. Cheers, mate.